0: Thank you Well, good morning, folks. It is great to see you here for Bible class this morning. I love it that you've got lots to say at your tables, that uh, hopefully you've been able to sit down again with folks you've sat with before. I realize that people are in and out, and uh, maybe there's been like now like 15 people that have all sat at one table and if you all showed up on the same week then maybe you've got to split into two tables and if that's you i'll let you figure that out but as much as possible uh try to find that table again that you've been with before because this is um a study that the the trust that's built along the way and the, the vulnerability that gets shared uh becomes an asset for the sake of continuing to walk together um I know I've said this before in other places, but I think it bears saying again here. I've, I don't know if rarely, I don't know if I've ever done something uh, that is a good habit, uh, a new good habit, without the support of other people. Like, I could take on new bad habits uh, on my own, but. Uh, New good habits uh, usually require the, the support, encouragement, accountability, uh, checking in of a, of a friend or a accountability partner for the sake of moving in those uh, directions. So I just want to encourage you to continue continue to look at the people around your table today as those folks that might be able to walk with you, encourage you, and support you in stepping into this fullness of the life of Jesus, a life that uh, is full, but not uh, so full that it's overfull. And so we continue to explore those things of what is too full, uh, what is uh, full in the ways that Jesus wants it to be full, uh, full in a way that's life-giving rather than just depleting. And so we continue uh, down those roads. Hopefully, you have the uh, uh, outline in front of you. We're now on our session three, the gift of Sabbath, Uh, Hopefully you've got a name tag on as well, so those people at your table can call you uh, by name if they don't know how to do that already. Uh, So there's some more over here if you need those things. Uh, But let me start with a word of prayer, and we'll dig in together. Jesus, you sent your Holy Spirit to be with us. When you left this earth, you said, I promise I will send the Holy Spirit to be with you to remind you of the things that I've said and to teach you these things. So, Lord, we pray that you'd make good on that promise today, that your Holy Spirit, that you have told us, that you've given us in baptism, that you promise to be with us uh, as we read your word, that's uh, living and active, and, and it's through that spirit that that word is working in us. Lord, we pray that you give us attentiveness to the work of that Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit, to lead us into life and life to the fullest as you invite us. So Lord, help us to be present here and present to the lead and to the work of your Spirit this day. In Jesus' name we pray. We agree and we say together, amen. amen. So like I said, today is uh, moving on into Sabbath. I've said a prayer. I have a little uh, poem that I want to share with you, um, and uh, then we'll begin digging in together. Uh, This was given to me by Jay Fox. Uh, I don't know where he found it. The author is unknown, but it seems uh, appropriate. Um, What's that? You got it from Nancy Dressler. Well, and I don't know where Nancy... Nancy Nancy DeYoung. Excuse me, another Nancy D. Okay, yeah, those Nancys, man. They got all kinds of good stuff going on. So it's called Time to Pray, I got up early one morning and rushed into the day. I had so much to accomplish that I didn't have time to pray. Problems just tumbled about me and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me, I wondered. He answered, you didn't ask. I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered why didn't God show me? He said, but you didn't seek. I tried to come into God's presence. I used all my keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided, my child, you didn't knock. I woke up early this morning and paused before entering the day. I had so much to accomplish that I had to take time to pray. I'd love for you to talk at your tables uh, about how this past week has gone. You had an assignment coming out of here last week. Maybe you were here, maybe you didn't, maybe you caught this on the podcast. Maybe you have no idea what the homework was, but here's what it was. Uh, Spend some time in silence and solitude. We aimed for that in the week previous. I encouraged you to that again, even encouraged you to use uh, the scriptures that we used uh, last week uh, to let those be a part of it. Uh, And I'd love for you to particularly have an ear at your table for what small steps happened? Because small steps are steps, and any step is progress. So at your table, talk about how silence and solitude went this past week, even if it was just a little bit, even if it was a, a little movement uh, toward that. I'd love, to hear, I'd love for you guys to talk about uh, how that went. Go. Go. Check, check, here we go, all right. I would love for you to gather your discussions back to an end. I hope you had a chance to celebrate uh, some things that went well, some good positive steps. Um, The things of this week of Sabbath continue to build on that of uh, silence and solitude because those are some of the things that might happen on a Sabbath, but it's not just that. It's not just uh, confronting the scary things that happen when I'm actually quiet. Anybody talk about that at their tables? Yeah, maybe? Okay. Uh, it's, uh, It's so much more than that. And it's things that will bring a smile to your face and, and joy. And uh, man, I, I'm excited uh, for uh, this week. I'd love for you to, to pivot now uh, to the, the opening question on your uh, discussion guide there. It says, how do you typically spend your days off? How do you fill up your days when you don't have to work? Go at your tables. Let's take like, let's take like four minutes for this. So try to go uh, quickly around your table on this one. All right. I know those four minutes went fast. But there will be more to come back to. All right, folks. If I can turn your attention uh, back to the sheet in front of you. There's three questions. We're gonna watch the video in just a moment here. Uh, There's three questions that I want you to be attentive to as we watch this video. Number one, what word did John Mark say is the most literal translation of Sabbath? Number two, according to John Mark, what are the four movements of Sabbath and why is each one important? And number three, how does taking a Sabbath impact our spiritual lives. Why is Sabbath about much more than refusing to work? So we're going to watch this video. Uh, I'll cut the lights a little bit here so you can see it well. I encourage you to write as you're going along or make some notes along the way about what stood out to you uh, in those things. And uh, it's about 11 minutes long, and then we'll uh, walk through those together. All right, so uh, what did John Mark say is the most literal translation of Sabbath? To stop. If we're going to Sabbath, it's going to be the Sabbath day. It's the stop day, full stop. Okay, Uh, and then he walks through the the four movements of them. Who wants to name the first one? Hint, we just said it. Stop, which means what? Like, what, what does he mean? Stop what? Stop all the work that you get paid for and the work that you don't get paid for. What other work did he talk about in there besides like paid and unpaid that we stop? Worry. Worry, That's the one that caught me. Like, yeah, you don't get to worry today. What? (laughs) Huh. Yeah. You don't get to worry on that day. Stop your paid and your unpaid work. Uh, I also heard the word uh, that you might go through withdrawal on that day. That, that, that sort of grabbed my heart a bit, like, man, we're so bent in this direction. Uh, it makes you think of, like, when you stand, I've done that, where you, like, stand in a doorway, and you push your arms out like this for a while, and if not, you guys could go home and do this, and you put, you got to find a narrow enough doorway that you push your arms out like this, and you do that for, like, a minute, and then you walk away, and they just, like, float up, <laughs> that, that you're just so used to pushing in this direction that you don't even know. That that uh, it that it goes that way, and so this 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 stop for a minute. Stop pushing. Stop advancing. Stop for a minute. The next one is what? Rest. 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 Yes, which means what? Okay, physical, mental, emotional. emotional. Yeah, he talked about uh, no problem solving, uh, no intercessory prayer. I thought that was interesting. Who knew that one before? Have you heard about that? The Jews We're not going to do intercessory prayer. We're not going to carry burdens kind of prayers uh, on that day. I also heard him talking about uh, wasting time. Like wasting time is like, if I'm wasting time, I'm wasting time on God. Uh, that, that sort of caught me. At the discussion at our table earlier, I mentioned that maybe if I was going to write like the Ten Commandments of Western society, Uh, Like number one on that would be don't waste time. Like because this is what we live by. Don't waste any time. Maximize every moment. All right. Third one is what? Delight. Which? Tell me more. What's what's delight? Why is that important? A happy day. I like that. Oh happy day. Come on. Day. Yep. Yes. Thanks for clapping with me. I appreciate that. Yeah. Was the word blessed be the man was that also happy? Yes. Yeah, so so you're talking So in in the Psalms, uh, blessed is the man who does not walk in the way of of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers or so uh, so blessed or happy. And so uh, someone who is blessed the the way that they might feel is happy. So it's kind of two different ways of talking about. Yeah, so this is a blessed Day. There's some happiness or some joy uh, in that. What else? What do we miss in there? I like the pleasure stacking. Pleasure stacking? Who's heard of that before? I've not heard of that before. Pleasure stacking? No, who's ever done it before? Yeah? I mean tell I me mean, talk. I mean, okay. How many people have I mean you guys have all done this? Like Christmas morning is pleasure stacking. I mean, you pick out uh, what you want to eat or, or what you ate the night before. You get to shower gifts on one another. We're not just this gift, but this gift and that gift. And then later on this day, we're going to do this and that thing. Like, totally. Like, that's, that's what we do. Uh, Thanksgiving is pleasure stacking. We're not just going to do one meat and, and one side. No, we, we're going to have 18 sides and, and 15 desserts. And when we're done with that, we're going to take a nap, and then we're going to wake up and eat dessert again. I mean, that is pleasure stacking, friends. We do this. <laughs> I mean, go on a cruise. They, they have just, like, pleasure stacked your whole day. Like, which one do you want? There's, there's so many things I don't have enough to, to do. They are scheduled all the way out. You know, this buffet or that buffet, uh, this drink or that one. Like, there's just everything there. So, delight. Uh, it, it led me to, to reflect that we are discipled by our surroundings, um, and so the the usual of, of just uh, pushing away at things and just, just keeping at it um, pushes us toward more of that and the movement in, in this direction, maybe that's got some draw that disciples us back the other way um, so that joy can be this conscious uh, way of, of living our lives. And the last one is worship, uh, a day set apart. Lloyd, this is some of what you were getting at, a day that is blessed, like he, he's saying this particular day, that the seventh one is blessed and a time where you can uh, contemplate the, the things of God. Uh, the next question down, how does taking a Sabbath impact our spiritual lives? Who wants to take a crack at that one? Time to refresh your spiritual batteries. Okay, yeah. So it's uh, there's a there's a recharging that that happens. Maybe even a a recreating. Which if you think about like recreational activities, they are the activities that recreate you, or renew you, or refresh you, or fill you up again. Yeah. Yeah, intentional curating of joy to set aside the things that weigh you down and, and just be, be lightened for, for even a bit. Like He's like, I'm just going to, I mean, I, I think like physically, like if, I, if I'm carrying each one of the things of the day and they're each a different backpack or a thing that I'm putting into my backpack, you know, one on the front and one on the back and one in each arm, he's like, no, just I'll take that. I'll take that. Take that one off too. Put that on my back. Take this one off too. we will put that on my back. I'm just going to carry these for a minute for you. You just just enjoy not carrying them for a moment. How's that sound? Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, so why is Sabbath much more than refusing to work? Karen, you were quick on that one. I love it. Yeah, so this builds our trust uh, that like, i am, that I'm, I got to move myself out of the center for a little bit um, so that uh, my trust is in the one who should be uh, in the center. And to continue, I mean, I, I, that's probably, I don't know if we're ever going to ha- be able to give up uh, that regular practice of like, i got to push myself out of the middle. i got to put him back, i uh, got to put my trust in him again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, the, so the question, the, the the question is, uh, like, if I'm going to take on Sabbathing, how do I signal to the people around me? Like, can I can I put a Sabbath sign on my head? Um, I think it sounds like a great idea. I mean, ma- maybe we we get some like Sabbath headbands, be like Sabbath thing going on here. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I know. Um, a uh, member of our congregation, a former member of our congregation has now moved away, Kelly Irish, uh, had a chair in her house that uh, her family lovingly referred to as her Jesus chair. And this is her kids reporting this back to me. Like, no, if mom's sitting in her Jesus chair, we don't talk to her. <laughs> like, that, that's, just, that's just how it works. Like, she's, she's in her Jesus chair, we, we let her be. And so I do think there's some singling, signaling to the people around us. Like, this is a, this is a time that I'm going to set aside uh, for this um, to do that. Larry, yeah. That's a great question, and we're going to deal with that a bit more fully next week. Uh, and dig through some of the scriptures that go along with that. The question was, how does this uh, n- be something that I do out of joy? So Larry's saying, I, I hear this to be a-, a joy-giving, a joy-intentional, conscious kind of thing, and not a legalism kind of thing. Uh, and that is certainly a line to be walked, and we're going to take that up a bit more next week. So hold on to that thought. Let's, uh, this week is a bit more, can we unpack the joy end of it, and, and what this thing is, and the refreshment that it can be. Yeah, less. Yeah, that you you get to you get to just be fully present here. You get to shut the world off uh, for a bit, or at least leave the world in able hands of God while you be fully present in His hands here. Because it doesn't go away. It's just it really is okay. That it's not in your hands. But the question is, can I really trust that? Because I like being in control. I like being able to exert every bit of effort that I've got to control things as much as possible because I feel a greater amount of peace when I can. But can I let go for a bit to remind myself that my control actually isn't the thing that matters most? Great question. Does, does, does the Sabbath have to be on a Sunday or? Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, um, or like if like you have a work job that you on the weekends, can your Sabbath be on like a Thursday or a Friday? Yeah, yeah, great question. So can the, can the Sabbath be on another day of the week? How does that work? You know, I got a, I got a weird work schedule or whatever, which not everybody works, a, you know monday through friday has saturday to do their home stuff and sunday to do uh, sabbath things Uh, what does it look like i heard john mark say uh, i would love to do uh, sabbath on sunday but that doesn't work for me because i'm a pastor so for my family it starts on friday night and runs all the way through till saturday night and that's when sabbath ends and then we continue on with the other things so that's the rhythm uh, for their family because that's how that worked for them so i don't know why it couldn't be on a thursday Um, Certainly uh, within uh, Western Michigan, I think uh, we're blessed here. There's still semblances of um, Sabbath things that are happening around here in terms of uh, what's happening or not happening. I think that the one that comes to mind is uh, whenever I uh, get to uh, call Gemmins and they're like, yep, and our place will be closed on Sunday so that people can be there for worship and family. I'm like, huh, it's like they trust in something that... That Hobby Lobby does that too. Uh, like it, it, it'll be okay if we don't work all seven days of the week. Now, are there days that I would love it if Gemmins was open on Sunday so I can get some stuff done? Yes, you're, you're friends that I have to drive further sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Great question. What is o- okay to do? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so let's 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 walk this down. Um, I actually I think the next couple questions, <laughs> yeah. So the next question there is what comes to mind when you think of Sabbath? How have you participated in the past? You know, would playing pickleball be a part of Sabbath? It's by raise of hands, uh, you think it could be part of Sabbath? Okay, uh, raise of hands. Uh, it's work, so you shouldn't do it on the Sabbath. Okay. Uh, so so what is what is, what is work and what isn't work? What's that? To me, it just yeah. Okay. For some people it's not work. Now, if for you, it's like the thing that I have to do because I've got to meet these health goals, and this is not a habit I usually do, and I really don't like it, but the doctor says I should, and I don't have to take as many medications, and so I've got this regimen that I'm on. Like, on your Sabbath day, don't exercise. That sounds like work. Now, if this is a joy, you love to get your heart beaten, uh, it gives you the, the chance to, uh, instead of just go for a walk on your treadmill in the morning when it's dark at your house, you actually get to go outside and uh, be in a park and, and do the, the walk there. That sounds refreshing if you like being outside and things. Yeah. What else? What do you think, guys? What what would how do we draw those lines? Back to your his question or someone's question about where Yeah. Yeah. So Les is saying there's there's a verse that talks about people comparing uh, how they Sabbath or not Sabbath, do you eat this or not eat this? And and he goes on to say what? Do you, and do you know where the verse leads to then? Or what where I think it's Paul that writes that. And it's part of it is about the service on the holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, Jesus says like you should do what's right in your heart. I don't know if it's Jesus or Paul. Anyways, it's in the New Testament somewhere. <laughs> Uh, that you, you should do you should do what's, what works for you, and so your sabbathing might look different than the sabbathing of other people in your household. What if? No, no, no. This is a great question. What if? What if you love? Who? Let's just be honest here for a moment. Who loves to mow? Yes, good. Now, why do you love to mow? Yes. No one can bother you while you're mowing. Yes, yes. Mowing mowing is the equivalent of the bathroom, but you get to do it for an hour. <laughs> it's your Jesus chair. Like, no, you guys, nope, she's out mowing. You can't talk to her. They're like, I oh, can't hear you. I can't hear you. Sorry. Sorry, I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah. The genison from genison. Okay. Yes, so you can, you can now mow your lawn uh, in Jenison. Who remembers the days when uh, if you mowed your lawn on Sunday around here, you got in trouble? Okay, yep, yep, those days, those days existed. I mean, sometimes we're, we've had that conversation in our house. We feel a bit sheepish out there, uh, pushing the mower around while the neighbors are like, uh, like chilling on the deck and are like, sorry, today's the day where work happens at our house. So here we go. The Jenison McDonald's was the last McDonald's in the world to not be open on a Sunday. Huh. Right. Say it again, Meyer. Used to not be open on Sundays as well. Yeah, sorry, Meyer or Meyers? Who's in it? <laughs> just, just poked a bear there. All right. Uh, Let's see, we just got a couple minutes left here. Uh, Let's just talk about this in a big group. In what ways have you ever felt guilty for taking days off from work? Uh, How do you feel when you have unfinished work but try to rest anyways? You're letting others down if you, if you uh, take rest. Who, who, has, who has that experience? If I, if I rest too much, I'm going to let other people down. Yeah, yeah, that. I feel a high amount of responsibility. And, and, you know, we can even, like, spin this and, like, hey, Jesus tells us to love one another. We see Jesus as the, the greatest example of, of being selfless and giving. So, pastor, isn't this a good thing that I should do, that, that I should uh, selflessly give myself to other people? Like, we can easily get there. But yet, that isn't the only thing that Jesus has said. He also went away and prayed. He also took time to celebrate the Sabbath. He also moved slowly about life so that he could be present with people. So we've got to be careful that we don't uh, hold on to one promise more tightly and ignore the other ones. After all, remember the Sabbath day, by keeping it holy, made it into God's top ten. Yet, we are pretty quick to be like, ah, I'm, I'm okay on that one. I went to church. Yeah. Yeah. How many years the Jews stayed in Babylon because the yeah. in Babylon they didn't do the Sabbath? Yeah. Yeah, 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 when you, uh, if you get a chance to, to read the book, um, which after next week is when I'll encourage you to, to read that more fully, there's a, a comment in there, he talks about the Seventh-day Adventists, who, who are very religious about how they do it, potentially uh, erring on the side of legalism in this. Uh, they say those, that group of people uh, have been shown to live about 10 years longer on average which if you add up the number of Sabbaths that they took uh, over the course of their lifetime, it's about 10 years worth of Sabbathing. So it's like you didn't lose anything along the way. You just actually got to rest in the process. Take those backpacks off for a moment. Yeah. I moved here from Berrien Springs, which has a Seventh day Adventist university and therefore like a 70% seven-day Adventist population. 70% of, of Berrien. Kay. And everything is closed on Saturday instead uh, of Sunday because that's their Sabbath. So from sundown Friday until Sunday morning, you like can't go grocery shopping, you can't like you can't do anything. And so it kind of forced anybody, even if you weren't Sunday Adventist, to rest on Saturday. Sure. There is literally know. nothing going on. There's so you can you do that. Do. All right. Yeah, man. Uh So there is something to having a community around you that that nudges you in this direction that might help you adopt things. Here's the task for the week ahead. I would love for each of you to brainstorm a list of things that would recreate you. That, that, that if for a moment I could set down the worries, I could set aside the things, I could, I, could, uh, I mean, it feels like a, a wonderland out there kind of thing, but if I, if I could for a moment set aside the other uh, responsibilities and just do something that fills my cup, that, that recreates me, what would those things be? The things that would put a smile on my face, build the list this week. And uh, if you really want to go for it, uh, find a moment and maybe not a whole day maybe it's a morning, maybe it's a meal maybe it's a whole afternoon that you carve out for the sake of doing one of those things. probably a good conversation uh, at the table if there's people that live in your house along with you what what would fill their cup? Is there some things we can do together in this? Maybe these are some things we do independently because we fill our cups different ways. That's, that's valid. That's okay. Um, but those are the two things. Uh, I would love for you to, to brainstorm the list of what, what would bring you delight, what recreates you, and secondly, uh, to find a moment, even if it's just an hour, just a lunchtime, just an afternoon, to dabble in that. And I would love to hear what your experience of uh, those moments are. All right, let me pray for us, and we'll get on our way. Lord Jesus, thank you for the gift of Sabbath. (laughs) We pray that you help us to receive it as a gift and to trust that it's a gift that we really can receive. In Jesus' name, amen.